Kiora, this program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Wellington Access Radio, make your voice heard. Kiora Wellington, welcome to B Side Stories on Wellington Access Radio, seven eighty-three AM. I'm Laura Kewen. Kiora Wellington, this is Martin Andrews. Um, Laura, that was a fantastic intro you did there. Very smooth. Very yeah, I've been smooth. practicing. I practice in the mirror when I brush my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> For regular listeners of B-Sides uh, who will be familiar with Laura, she's actually doing a radio course. So clearly it's all paying off and uh, Laura's getting more more depth on the mic there. Well, uh, it's just practice. Mm. So that, that helps a lot. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And natural talent, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Um, well, let's let's kick off with a, a song real quick there before we get on to our first guest there, Laura. Sure. What have um, you got for us, Martin? So this is a friend of mine. Um, his name is Scoob. I'm going to throw a shout out to him. Uh, this is one of his tracks called I Think I Got Hit by a Meteorite. All right. Here it is.
Scoob uh, on SoundCloud, which I think is Scoob Music NZ at SoundCloud. You can also find him on Facebook. Do check him out. Um, he has many, many tunes online, and uh, they're all as interesting as that. Um, speaking of music, uh, here joining us this afternoon, we have Pat Shepard of um, the Fantastic 1% Collective. So welcome, Pat. Cheers. Thanks for uh, having me, guys. Great. Um, now, I've actually got Pat in here due to um, the next Generosity Journal, which is, is that a quarterly journal, Pat? Um, I'm, I'm kind of not going to stick to that sure, because sure. essentially we uh, we have planned many times to put it out on schedule and it never seems to go to plan. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we kind of we try and put out maybe um, maybe two or three a year. That's what we're planning for this year, which at the moment is going to schedule. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's never never um, as, as as smooth as we'd like it to be. And and uh, you heard you're working on a new issue right now. Is that correct? Yeah, so that's it. So um, we put the last one out a few months ago, and um, essentially a new issue we're looking at getting out end of August. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, we're really diving into a slightly different theme um, around generosity and looking into generosity and music. Um, and that's right, and that, that's why um, I've asked Pat to come in and talk to us this evening, and to you too, our listeners, um, specifically on the topic of why music which is what the Generosity Journal is based around. Is that correct? Yeah, that's, that's it, this issue, yeah. So why music? Um, could you tell our listeners a little bit about the phrase itself and, and how you came up with it and what it's meant to represent? Yeah, pretty much. So, um, I mean, my background is music photography. So um, for around about eight years in Wellington, I was doing um, a lot of music photography every weekend, um, shooting a lot of portraits and um, live gigs, um, number of artist covers and just getting to meet the most amazing, generous people in the world. Just, um, you know, the most incredible musicians. Many of them, have, of course, gone on to be good friends. And um, through my work starting out 1% Collective, um, you know, we're trying to make um, basically a, a generation um, trying to change the way that we give and trying to inspire more people to give and essentially give 1% their income to causes they care about. And for me, it was musicians that was the the trigger that died, that made me dive into the charity world mm, just seeing the generosity that they would give to people and just how nice all the musicians were so the generosity of musicians giving to people could you just elaborate on that a little bit yeah i mean i think um, for me it's musicians spend so much time you know putting together these this amazing tunes and you know we know musicians aren't doing it for the money it's not not the biggest paying of of things and um, but they make millions of people around the world happy by bringing music into their lives. And to me, for someone to actually put all that time and energy into driving their music is just such a generous thing that they're actually putting this into the world for all of us to enjoy. Um, yeah, true. Yeah, very, very true. Um, so in saying that, you were inspired um, by that type of giving and you have decided to make that the focus of this particular journal. So how did you make that link? Yeah. So one of the big things that we always think about with um, 1% Collective and with how we can inspire more giving is the user experience of generosity and how actual people get inspired to give, why people might support certain causes, Mm -hmm. um, what it's like to actually be part of that 
cause and really feel like you're connecting and making change. And, um, you know, we know that there's a lot of charities that struggle with um, user experience, that maybe they're using um, techniques that don't necessarily fit with um, today's generations of how we want to connect with something. And um, for me, music is the ultimate how to connect with people. Um, you know, it's the ultimate thing that, of course, crosses all barriers, doesn't need language. Absolutely. Um, and so we really wanted to just have a have a look and go like, what can we learn from music? What can music teach us about how it can inspire millions of people through this language of music? And um, and what can we take out of that into generosity? And what can we learn um, to do things differently and to connect people better with causes that are changing the world? Um, Absolutely. Well, well, that's fantastic. I hadn't even I'd never considered that. Um, it's a great way to come at it, Laura. Have you? Um I don't know. I guess you you wouldn't have thought about that the the, the generosity of musicians. It, it's certainly an interesting way of thinking about it. Uh, is the idea that um, it's mu- using music to inspire people to action? So yeah, the idea with with the why music is um, a, a mixture of things. It's kind of looking at why music inspires us so much and what it is about the art of music, the act of of live gigs, of recording, what it is about that that is so inspiring and why it connects with mm. people. Um, so it's the kind of more the deeper deeper question. Sure, then, sure. that that of course we you know we dived into this also knowing that there's not necessarily an answer, um, mm. but there's a lot of interesting conversations to be had. Um, Absolutely, my favorite favorite kind of music is sad music. Does that say anything about me? <laughs> <laughs> you're should not alone there, Laura. Should I be you're, worried? You're not alone. Uh, <laughs> I had a friend of mine and um, she played me her, what she had titled and titled a CD and it said, Happy Playlist. And she put her on and it was like 10 sad songs <laughs> all in a row. But these sad songs, they made her happy, you know. Um, so, yeah, you're not alone there. Yeah. yeah. Hey, um, I feel like we've jumped the gun a little bit here, Pax. Can you just give our listeners that don't know who 1% Collective is just a really quick synopsis of 1% and then we can get back to our conversation about why music? Yeah, no worries. So um, 1% Collective um, basically exists to try and inspire more generosity in this world and trying to make regular giving easier. So um, we find that there's a lot of one-off giving and that people aren't necessarily inspired by some of the fundraising techniques um, that are out there. So we really try and um, create a better experience, create great stories storytelling events and try and really get a collective to work with small New Zealand charities that we believe need a hand up that are doing awesome work and need some regular donors so um, by we've been around over three years we've had about a um, quarter of a million dollars raised for small charities and you know such as Kibosh of course down the road and um, and essentially, it's just been wonderful seeing people actually getting behind the idea of doing things differently and actually thinking about user experience and how we do this. So we're really just trying to ramp that up and get more people giving on a regular basis. Might be $10 a week, might be 20 Fantastic. It all adds up. And it's named 1% uh, because people can contribute 1% of their salary. Is that right? Yeah, that's the idea that if we all gave around 1% of our income, then it would make amazing change and it wouldn't have any negative impact on our lives. We can still get on our, with our day, but um, a lot of causes can actually structure themselves a lot better by having a bit more regular income and not just constantly doing one-off um, fundraising events. Absolutely. Um, and Pat is the, uh, well, his job title is Chief Doer of Things, I believe. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> so Pat started uh, 1% Collective, so very happy to have him in here this evening. Um, so back to why music. Um, 
So once you, you just decided that, did you? Like you had uh, thought about the next journal and, and music was, had it been um, sort of rolling around yeah. for a while? Yeah, pretty much. Um, so musicians have always been a big part of the collective. And, um, you know, when, they, when the idea originally was sparked, it was looking at all the creative contacts that I had and through my time um, doing music photography, I used to run a publication that I started around music. Um, we did seven issues and we'd interview a lot of musicians. And um, through that, I kind of managed to obviously get these interesting experiences and kind of see how a lot of these musicians wanted to give. And we knew that um, time is, of course, you know, such a valuable thing that many of these musicians might want to give their time and their skills to inspire other people to come to gigs, to raise funds, artists maybe give art. So that was one of the original ideas and um, trying to look outside of um, just the kind of funding side of things, the dollar side. Um, and with that, we've managed to work with a number of people from Thomas Oliver, Louis Baker, Lady Six, The Black Seed, Warren Maxwell, um, Tingalanes. They've all donated their time to help us be part of things. Um, so for the why music, it was really going, how can we actually look outside of the fundraising um, sector or the general city sector and look at something different and just see what inspiration we can pull in um, from something that we know inspires people so much how can we just look outside of fundraising and um, and that was the idea with right let's kind of put an issue that still um, still links with a lot of our friends of the collective charities but also looks at the musical side of generosity mm-hmm. and is it um, are you looking at why music is a way to actually inspire more giving like like actual practical you know handing over the dollars is this is like i know that you're uh, there is the concept of gener- generosity through music but are you hoping that this why music program relates directly to more an increase in physical giving of money yeah i think um the the one thing about us is we're we're kind of looking at the longer term um effect of generosity and how we can actually really change that user experience um to to mean that in the long in the long run charities are actually being supported by because people believe in the experience and i think that is the thing Mm -hmm. looking at some of the learnings we can take from musicians how they um, treat their tribe how they treat their fans and how charities can actually take some inspiration from that which then of course will lead to a better experience for all and more donations and more support there so that's that's definitely one of the key things we're not necessarily looking at a short-term funds raised from the idea great great all right look um we might take a quick break. Uh, what song have you chosen for us today, Pat? Uh, I've got one of my faves, uh, Miss Mel Parsons, who um, has got one Alberta son. And yeah, Mel's, Mel's been a good friend for many years, done lots of photography and album um, work with her. And um, her new album is just absolutely incredible. And we kind of play it on repeat, me and my girlfriend. So yeah, Alberta son was my choice. Fantastic. Take it away, Mel. I miss the Alberta sun, yeah, I miss those days and I miss the fun. We were gonna drive the length of the continent, we were gonna build a house, we were gonna have kids. And I'm gonna sound harsh and I'm gonna sound cruel, but I'm gonna Sweat on the brow when I miss those days when I think on it now. 
Wellington Access Radio, 7.83 a.m. You're listening to B-Side Stories. We're talking to Pat from 1%. 1% Collective. 1% Collective. I, I have a question. We're talking about why music and, and how music and generosity are related. And sometimes people characterize musicians as being very self-indulgent. How do you, how do you square the idea of giving with the idea of you know, being self-centered in some people's eyes. Um, so in terms of how do I think where the musicians are? Um, do you think both of those are true or do you think actually people misunderstand what 
what music is. Yeah, I think I think in my in my history of all the musicians that I've known, and, and especially in New Zealand, there there hasn't really been too many self centered musicians that I've met in my time here. I mean, of course, we know we know stories of the you know the famous musicians in the world that get the kind of bad rap, um, but I think that everyone that I've really met has been the most generous, and um, a lot of them. Of course, there's that thing where musicians get asked, you know, to play for free a lot for, you know, charities, you know, I know that because I've asked them. But it's been interesting because we we try as much as we can to make sure we can pay musicians. But quite often people have said, you know what, I just really love doing this. Like it's actually playing in front of a small crowd where I know it's going to a good cause. I actually want to be part of this. Um, And there's not really many times in my experience that I've come across anyone here that has actually been super self-centered in that way. Don't know if that answers the question. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's lovely. Yeah, it's a tricky one. I, I see what you're saying there, Laura. Um, that that difference between being self-centered or or sort of maybe um, determined enough to see your project through means you you have to be a little bit, you know, um, selfish at times. But then. How does that relate to the giving part of the performance and giving that music away for free? Yeah, um, as a musician myself, I could I could talk about that for hours. <laughs> so we, we, it's probably best not to go down that path. <laughs> um, but to, uh, as far as the the response to why music, how's it all been going? It's been awesome. Um, I I actually haven't counted how many responses we've had. Um, I know it's been kind of up around about the kind of 70 or 80 responses from New Zealand and around the world. How have you been getting the question out there? So pretty much just through um, a lot of social media, a lot of tweeting, um, a lot of um, shouting out to our mates and getting our musician friends to share it with their fans, um, to our collective donors, people who support the collective, um, really just as much as we can, seeing who can really talk to us about why music inspires you and how music can and is sparking more generosity and so it's it's been really cool just seeing a flow um mm. we're not now that we're kind of starting working on the publication we're going to have a six page um, feature trying to sum up kind of some of the learnings sure. we we've stopped pushing the question as much while mm-hmm. we just kind of try and take sure, in some sure. of the answers um, yep. but yeah just um just beautiful you know reading such incredible words i would be really interested to in particular, to hear answers from people that aren't musicians, you know, um, mm. I think um, as as somebody that is a musician and is around a lot of musicians, um, I can understand their perspective. But uh, I, I'm really interested to hear the person who loves music to listen to it and to see bands and to from their perspective as to why uh, why it affects them so much, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, that- yeah, do, uh, you're asking you're asking all types of people, is that correct? Yeah, pretty much. So, like, in terms of our responses, I'd say probably 5% have been from, right. musicians. from musicians. Yeah, yep. so, and and we, we're kind of pretty, um, we're not kind of collecting every single full name, tell us everything about mm. you, we're being mm. very kind of open as to just, you know, give us your first name, tell us what you think. Um, so, but it would probably be about 95% people aren't musicians um, and is a theme coming through yeah I mean a lot of it is really um, what we're getting is of course the universal language that it doesn't mm. that it, you know yeah. that music transcends all yeah. language barriers mm. race religions everything and yeah. um, 
And that's, of course, one of the biggest things that we're finding. And what we're also gaining as well, which is, you know, one of my, of course, you know, my my things on why music inspires me as well is is just that whole um, whole memory of good times that is the soundtrack to your life. And, and that's really what a lot of people are talking about, you know, mm-hmm. as we're saying the sad songs, the happy songs, and of mm-hmm. course, how music can actually control um, what kind of pace we're in for our day or bring us back to a certain time in our lives. And, um, and we're finding we're getting quite a lot of interesting stories coming mm. out of that people talking about someone was talking about when they were rock climbing and they were at a point where they were actually just like stuck and they thought they were either going to have to wait for help or just do it and they said a song came into the mind that was all about just taking it one step at a time and they managed to get it down and you know it was just yeah there's a lot of interesting little stories that are coming through here about music um do you have any other little anecdotes here that you yeah yeah with? i mean um you know i think i, I quite like the way that um Jocelyn here talks about, you know, it brings people together who might never cross paths otherwise, which, you know, of course Mm -hmm. it is. We're all, we're all very busy people and there's, you know, very busy social, social things happening. And uh, music is of course one place where we can all get in the same room and actually uh, meet different people. Um, And, you know, things like, um, I think, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to bring up a musician's one here just because I loved, I loved this words and Michael Franti is one of my, uh, favorite kind of world-changing musicians out there, all his all his lyrics, and he just talked about, I make music for one simple reason, I care about people on the planet. You can't see it, touch it, taste it, or smell it, but molecules of air vibrating against eardrums can move hearts the world over, build bridges where there were once divides, and break down the walls that separate us from each other and our minds from our bodies and souls. Mm. It's like, wow, that's, mm, yeah, mm, that mm. kind of sums, sums it up a lot, but just that whole... That is the power of music, though. Like. Yeah. And that's what's so beautiful about it. Like you, you can't write a um, you can't write a formula for that, can you? No. You know that there's something so intangible about music when it moves you, and which gives it its beauty. You know, if if, if you were able to write it down as a scientific formula, then it would lose that um, the thing that makes it beautiful in the first place. Yeah, it? that's it. Eh? The ma- the magic that we don't actually exactly, know exactly yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, why just, there. Mm. Yeah. So it's. Um, it's been really cool just kind of getting to see, yeah, a bunch of these different words yep. and, um, yeah, what everyone's thoughts are. Any other favourites? Um, I think, um, sorry, <laughs> I quite like, I'm just kind of laughed at this one's wording. Life can be a bit shit, a bit tough, and people use music as an escape. So there is a little responsibility opportunity by musicians to harness it. I kind of like that, you know. Well, Bring yeah, us out of a that, shit that, day. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, musicians. Your job is to actually help us out of a shit day, which is kind of true, you know, at times. Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> um, what about you personally, Pat? Why music? Yeah, I mean, I think that's um, really like my kind of why music inspires me. It is that soundtrack thing. Like, I just, um, I kind of, I was talking to someone about it. Um, the other day we were talking about travel and about how with travel um, you get the, the build-up to your travel that is this massive excitement, the actual time you're traveling that's an amazing excitement and all the stories you get after it. Mm-hmm. And it's like a really valuable way. It was this book I was reading called Happy Money about how to spend money that spreads your happiness. And I was kind of thinking it's quite funny how it, you know, it kind of also like equates the same for music, that music you, you enjoy in the moment, but then you can it can bring back these amazing memories of the time. Like I'm thinking, for example, crazy, yeah. when I was listening to The Nudge, driving through the jungle in Burma in the back of a truck, bouncing around in the kind of dust, and I knew it was a four-hour journey like this, so I was like, you know what, I'm just going to put on The Nudge. And I just cracked up because I was just listening to my friend's <laughs> band while driving through a jungle and driving through rivers, and just that memory now sure. is important 
with me forever. Um, and it's the nudge that I'll always remember we're part of that experience. I was at work yesterday and uh, my boss was just sitting across from me and he started singing Sylvia's Mother by Dr. Hook. I don't know if you're familiar with that song. Oh, yeah. Sylvia's Mother said... Oh, yeah. And uh, I immediately became six years old. It was incredible <laughs> the, the reaction that I had just on hearing those words and that, that melody immediately took me back to being a child and hearing it on my, my parents' record player, you know. And he just said he had sung a single line from that song. But That's, like yeah. I say, you know, like the, those memories that music can trigger and... Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. So it's a, yeah, one line and you can exactly, change. Exactly, man. It's, yeah. it's the power of music. Incredible. Yeah. Um, Laura, why music? Do you, do you have a strong relationship with, with music, this background? Or? Well, that's a good question. I think, I think Pat talked about um, music brightening your day when you've had a bad day. I use a lot of music to commiserate with, <laughs> like... <laughs> Just feel the pain. Yeah, that's that's sure, that's, sure. that's that's helpful too. Sometimes mm, absolutely, it's very, it's a lot cheaper than a therapist just putting <laughs> on your stereo and listening to your favorite song. Mm. Cool. And so we're to now for why music. So essentially, um, just working on the magazine at the moment, which um, which as I, as I mentioned at the um, at the start, chatting to you, musicians are notoriously bad at getting back to emails. <laughs> so that's why my deadlines are being pushed a little bit there. Um, but yeah, it's just really cool. We're just working on 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 that plan with the publication um, mm-hmm. for end of August and looking at putting three and a half thousand issues out through Wellington and Auckland. Um, and then really just um, being able to push that around um, all of our collective online any kind of worldwide ideas of mm. who we can just push and say thanks for being part of this. That's great. And uh, for our listeners, if they'd like to learn more about uh, both 1% and Why Music? Yeah, so essentially 1percentcollective.org um, will explain everything. We've got a link on there to Why Music. We've also got whymusic.nz, and that'll just um, link you to the page about Why Music where you can join the conversation. You know, it's not too late. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear your words. So anybody from the public is able to contribute to the Why Music project? Yep. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, it's just the two questions um, through the um, online kind of crowdsource conversation. So, yeah, just whymusic.nz and you can pretty much, yeah, tell us your thoughts on music. We'd love to love to hear them. Fantastic. Well, there you go, listeners. Um, do I hope that this has given you some food for thought about regarding generosity and the way that you listen to music and the musicians which are creating that music. Uh, we will post those links onto our Facebook page, so feel free to, to get on there. Uh, 1% Collective, a fantastic charity based here in Wellington, which is providing a lot of well-needed funds for local charities around New Zealand. It's not just in Wellington, is yeah, it? Yeah, that's it. Um, well worth the cause. I'm a donator myself. Um, so thank you very much for coming in, Pat, and sharing the story, and I look forward to seeing the Generosity Journal around the city. Hey, thank you guys for having me. Fantastic. Thanks, Pat. You were mentioning that you enjoyed listening to The Nudge. So I've lined up a song from The Nudge (laughs) to see you out. Awesome.